Welcome to the Wildlife Around You Show, a casual nature podcast with your hosts, Blaine and Lainey, both nature enthusiasts. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Super. Great. So, so what nature have you come across lately? Come across a lot of butterflies. Lots. We're in. So many. <laughs> so many. And usually I see a lot of caterpillars as well. I have not seen as many this year. Yeah, that's true. And mostly just butterflies yeah. everywhere. They're and all migrating. Lots of grasshoppers too. Mm-hmm. Walking home from school, we constantly see them jumping across the sidewalk from lawn to lawn. Yep. Lots of anthills that have relocated, which ants are not my favorite wildlife, so I try to stay away from those. Yep. Enough hard rain that it, they've renested and moved their colonies. Yep. And then always... Yeah, especially with working downtown, see all sorts of squirrels. Well, great. So what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about the tiger swallowtail. Yeah, also known as a giant swallowtail, too. Why don't you tell us about this? We had a recent great encounter with one of these. We really did. So in our backyard, there was a newly hatched giant swallowtail on our back fence that you could tell it was very newly emerged and over what two or three hours it just rested there and you could see how it was expanding its wings and its body was Mm -hmm. morphine and the wings were expanding and filling in. It was fascinating to watch until it got everything set up and then flew off. Yeah. And it was calm enough. Also we tried to be very slow and gentle. as We went out to look at it and took our daughter out to see it and, it was low and, you know, it was on her eye level so she could see it. And our back fence is a bright kind of rusty red color. And so it stood out really well. It was fun to go and, and see how it changed over such a short amount of time. And if we hadn't taken pictures and seen, been able to reference back, I don't know that all of the changes would have been as obvious. Yeah, it's pretty subtle. It just looked like its wings were... We're not fully expanded at first, then it's the, oh no, it's it's trying to pump all of that stuff out into the wings from mm-hmm. the body mm-hmm. to get ready to fly. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And you could see that the wings were a little wet at the beginning, and by the end, right, you know, right before it flew off, the wings were not quite as shiny. Yeah. Which was interesting. <laughs> so how do you how do you know what a tiger swallowtail or a giant swallowtail is? Well, they have a really large wingspan. They're one of the largest butterflies here in Texas. They have a three inch to about a five and a half inch um, wingspan. They have black markings on yellow background of the wings, and they're pretty vibrant. Um, their hind wings end with these little teardrop. They have like, they look like teardrops to me, but they're two black wing tails. And the females have some blue on the bottom of the wings. And they're very active during the day. And they fly high along the treetops, which is surprising. Yeah, we usually see them up up and above. And I think going back and looking at this one, I think this one did have some blue on it from the photos we took. So it was probably a female. Oh, I didn't notice that. I'll have to go back and look. Usually they uh, their wings end up pretty beat up pretty fast. Yes. So it's unique to see one with such pristine wings as it was going where do we find these swallowtails 
We find them from the Great Plains east from Canada and all the way down to Mexico. And they're native here to the south. They live in deciduous forests along rivers, see them along roadsides, gardens, fields, etc. Anywhere that there's plant life that they, because, you know, they nectar and pollen. They're great pollinators. Um, Anywhere that they can find a food source, that's where we found them. Our neighborhood's got lots of flowers and bushes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we see them regularly flying around, going from flower to flower. Yeah, so their life cycle takes some kind of from egg to adult takes about a month. And then adults only live about a month. So pretty short life. I've never seen their eggs on any Mm -mm. of the vegetation. But they're kind of a greenish yellow with red dots on them. It takes about four to ten days for them to hatch. Uh, the caterpillars are a little bit over two inches long, and they're kind of a brown-green with blue dots along them. I think I've maybe seen one of those mm-hmm. once or twice. And then the pupa chrysalis is brown or white and is about an inch long. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that. No, and I don't know where the chrysalis was for the one that we saw, because I looked yeah. around, but I couldn't find where it had started from. So it must have crawled from... Quite a ways or fell down and landed there or something, but yeah, we never found it. So they are <laughs> food for lots of different things. They're so, <laughs> yes. they're so big um, that lots of things go after them to eat, which is one of the reasons why their wings look so beat up. Yeah. And for a butterfly, they're pretty fast and agile. Yeah. They don't tend to sit still too long. Mm-mm. So what, what likes to eat are, Giant swallowtails. Surprisingly, hornets. But, you know, we have the cicada killer type hornets here in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Um, hawks, flycatchers, woodpeckers, all of the blackbirds, um, owls, squirrels. That one surprised me that squirrels eat them. Raccoons and possums. It's like they eat everything. So, the bigger predators. Yeah. So these giant swallowtails get food a lot from puddling, which is where there's moisture on the ground, makes kind of mud, a little bit of that, but they can suck the moisture out of that. So that's how they get some of their nutrition. And then the males will also eat on carrion, which is another name for roadkill. And then dung and urine, anything that gives them some moisture nutrients they'll they'll do that and then they prefer nectar um and red and pink flowers so that's kind of a way to look and where oh, where yeah. you might find them is those kind of darker red and pink not so much the yellow flowers because they blend in with them that's true it's usually the other ones it was fun seeing it on our while we it was still resting on our fence you could see its tongue all curled up because Usually it's hard to see that on a butterfly because they're not stationary. They're flying around. And if they are on a flower, they're within the bud. And so you can't see it as easily. And so that was fun to be able to see it so up close and personal. Yeah. So what are some fun facts about them? They, they kind of have some unique traits. Yeah. Um. So their brown caterpillar resembles bird droppings, which is... It looks like poo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There are a lot of things in nature that look like poo. Um, But that's a a clever way to protect themselves. So they can 
survive and become a butterfly. And you don't want to be a bird that's eating poo. No. You won't have friends in your flock. <laughs> Yellow black eye spots. Um, they develop on the caterpillars that look like snake eyes. And both camouflages are to protect the caterpillars, um, which is interesting because we've seen a few butterflies in our time and looking like snakes seems to be a fairly common disguise. Yeah. Yeah. Camouflage. It's effective. Birds don't want to be eaten. No. And birds love going after them. So yeah. Anything else you want to share about giant swallowtails? They're just so fun. They're so beautiful. If you have a flower garden or go to a botanical garden that has flowers, it's likely you'll probably come across one here or there. They pretty common. Yeah. And if you plant the right kind of flowers, you may attract them even more. All right. Right. So if you see any or have an experience, let us know. We'd like to see your pictures or hear about your experiences. You can always follow us on Instagram at a Porter Explorer. We hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new about wildlife that may be around you. To make sure you don't miss a future episode, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with friends. If you really liked it and are willing, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd love to see what you have to say. You can find the show notes for all our episodes at aporterexplorer.com slash podcast. So until next time, we encourage you to get outside daily and see what is around you. Thanks. Bye.